0: Welcome to our first episode of Expert Audio. While we can't invite experts to come and see us in our classroom right now, we still have a lot to learn from them, and we can do that by listening to what they have to say. So on this episode, I've invited an interior architect to come and talk to us about the way that she uses math in her job every day.
1: My name is Maggie. And I am a commercial interior designer, and I went to architecture school many years ago.
0: Great. Where are you working now?
1: I work for a firm in Rapid City, South Dakota called Arc International.
0: And then, uh, just out of curiosity, what's your role, like your specific role there at that firm?
1: My role is um, project coordinator. I make sure that projects get done on time, but I also do a lot of design work.
0: Okay, so the big math question for us, how often do you use math in your work?
1: You know, I use math all day long. (laughs) Really? When you're learning math as a student, it's hard to understand how often you use math in your work day, and I use basic math all day long, which includes addition, subtraction, division, multiplication. But for example, I use it to estimate how long it's going to take me to do a particular task. Another way I use math is through design. I have to decide how big a room is. So I'm measuring length times width to get the square feet of a room or a building. And here's the thing, I was never very good at math in school, nor did I like math.
0: Has it become a tool, I mean, maybe not that you like, but has it at all become a tool that feels more accessible to you with practice than it did when you were learning it in school?
1: Yes, because I've been doing math in my head for so long that it comes pretty quickly to me. But there's also the fact that we we do use programs like Revit. They do a lot of the math for you.
0: Let's talk about that. Let's talk about Revit for a second. We are just this week, we're going to try out a program called Tinkercad, and um, it's new to us. And I'm wondering how often you hand draw designs, um, you know, at a table versus how often you use a computer program. Or I'd love to hear a little bit about how those tools are used, you know, in your in your very real world job.
1: When I started out, of course, there were no computers, and we drew everything by hand and did all our calculations and math by, you know, the old-fashioned way. In today's world, there's computer software that designs buildings in three dimensions. So instead of drawing a floor plan on paper, we're building a model, just like a model of an airplane. Because once it goes into the program, the computer program, it's actually like being inside the building. It's actually what it's going to look like. We can zoom all around the building. We call it a fly around. We can zoom inside the building and see uh, how it's going to look once you're inside. We can cut the building in half and look at it in section and see how all the different floors are stacking up. We can see all the mechanical ductwork coming through the building. We can see the structure, so detailed.
0: That makes sense. That make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I was thinking of the, the three-dimension the models from the customer point of view too, and I wondered if it was a really huge help to be able to show customers those 3D images.
1: It's an enormous help. We use that as a tool all the time. We're able to put actually scaled human models inside so they can have an understanding of the scale of the space. But we also do presentations just like we're a drone and we fly up to the building and go around the site, look at the parking lot, look at the building. That Revit model is a representation of exactly how that building's gonna
0: be built it's all in three dimensions. super cool okay I think I I just have one more question that I'd like to ask you and that is do you have any advice as far as these computer programs go for somebody learning Revit or CAD or Tinkercad for the first time I imagine that it's not always intuitive at the very beginning and so I'm curious if you've got any advice or suggestions to somebody um, learning them and maybe getting frustrated
1: Well, I think one bit of advice is kind of like learning how to play a game. You have to learn the rules, and and then you have to follow the rules. Otherwise, you'll get all tangled up. And the other thing is just to have fun with it, because it's just another way to be
0: creative.
1: And it's a new way, because you're drawing in 3D.
0: All right, well, I just want to thank you so much for talking with us. It was so interesting to hear the way that you use math every day in your work um, and the way that you use software programs like CAD and Revit. And thank you for sharing a little bit of your world with us. And you might hear back from us with questions if we run into trouble. All right, that's it for episode one of Expert Audio in the Fifth Grade Classroom. Let's continue on and get started with our own work in Tinkercad. I'm pretty excited after listening to Maggie tell us all about what she does. Let's get started.